Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. And we are back with another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I am your host, AJ, with my co-host, Eric. Eric, tell the people how you're doing today. I am doing just great, AJ. Um, got a busy week. Actually have a Oktoberfest party that I throw every year that I'm prepping for. So uh, it's uh, it's been a busy week, but it's been a good week because a lot of things have been getting done. And that's important, dude, because I'm excited because I am going to be attending this annual Oktoberfest party, and I am definitely looking forward to it. Yes, sir. It'll be a good one. Yes, looking forward to the beer and not remembering that day at all. That's the whole goal of tonight. <laughs> that should be the whole goal. I know we're drinking nothing but beer, but what kind of food are you going to have? Um, we're just going to have um, like some sandwiches that we ordered and some rolls, some like, um, what do you call those, tortilla rolls or whatever they are. Oh, like the ones that they have like at Costco? The, like the spirals? Yeah, like those, yeah. Ah, those are good. Yeah, so we'll have that and then we'll have nachos and a bunch of, you know, snacks and pretzels, of course, and stuff. We tried to do brosswurst, but last year it was a nightmare to cook for so many and we couldn't cater brosswurst. So um, that had to go. That authentic part of Oktoberfest had to go. Uh, that's okay. I did enjoy those last year, though. They were good. Are you guys doing the pretzel necklaces again? I believe they are, but I don't think they're doing them uh, pretzels because we're going to have pretzels basically everywhere on the tables, mm. you know, in cups. So it's just like overkill. All right, man. Well, to the listeners out there, I know we're a whiskey podcast, but do you enjoy Oktoberfest? If you do, shoot us a message, shoot us a DM, let us know what you do to enjoy Oktoberfest every year, rather it's doing your own party, or if you're going to like a fairgrounds to enjoy it there. Yeah, or maybe it could be a whiskey type Oktoberfest or something like that. You can cheat. You know, we che- we cheated in a bottle, actually. We cheated in a bottle of Jameson for last year's Oktoberfest, so... The whiskey is not doesn't disappear. The whiskey still makes its way in its rounds around uh, the party. So although it's German and Oktoberfest and beer, the whiskey gets snuck in. I do not remember the whiskey last year. I must have already been drunk. Probably. <laughs> or maybe this was an offer to you. It was snuck in by, uh, not snuck in, but someone brought it. Uh-huh. Moving on. What's in your glass today, Eric? Moving on. Um, today, I'm drinking some Bushmills. Uh, Irish whiskey because um, it kind of correlates with what we we will be talking about today. And um, for those of you who have not had Bushmills, um, it's very tasty. Have you had AJ? That one for sure. I've had at your house. Okay, yeah. So it's got like a very really sweet honey aftertaste, which is why I like it so much. And then on top of that, there's more reasons, which we'll I'll get into later in this episode as to why I, I like it so much. And it has various, like, uh, personal meaning to me. But it's smooth. It's triple distilled. So it's a, it's a nice old whiskey. It's a very, very old uh, distillery uh, in Ireland, old Bushmills, um, and very famous. So it's a, it's a great whiskey. I already know why you're drinking that, but I'll listen in with the listeners as you talk about it later. You know me well enough, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, and going along with what you said... I am sipping on a Gentleman Jack in a rocks glass with ice two-finger pour. 
because of the topic we have today. <laughs> I knew it. You know what? I already knew this was you were going to have this um, <laughs> after I told you what our topic was. And I knew you were going to make that drink specifically. And I know the person you chose. So <laughs> without further ado, the topic that we're going to be discussing today, because whiskey is about enjoying it with friends, family, drinking together. So the topic today is three people that we would like to have a drink with and what would we drink with them? It could be a past, present, history, historical, alive, dead, doesn't matter. Someone who we, we would want to enjoy anybody. whiskey with. Anybody. We choose. Yeah. Anybody. So without further ado, since you brought up Bushmills, Eric, would you want to start with yours or is that not top of your list? Sure, I can. I can. Uh, I don't really have a top three. I just have three, but I think this would probably be top if I had to. Okay. Um, and the way I went about, so the topic was to choose your top three. And the way I went about it was to select people from different times that I found very interesting, but also I wanted to get authentic, uh, whiskey drinkers. I didn't want to just be like, oh yeah, I want to, um, I'd like to have a, a drink with Gandhi when, you know, he didn't drink at least as far as i know he wasn't a drinker so i didn't want to do that i wanted to choose people who were known to have to who were known to drink mm -hmm. and so that's why my first person of course and i mentioned it in the past would be jim morrison yes sir jim Mor and that's why i'm drinking the bushmills because as i stated before jim morrison loved bushmills and he would drink an entire bottle of bushmills during a meal because unfortunately jim morrison was an alcoholic but the reason I chose and they, you know, they say don't meet your heroes because you'll be disappointed. And, you know, he is a hero in terms of his lyrics and his story. And, you know, a lot of things that I learned from him, what to do and a lot of things of what not to do. But um, it's very personal to me because, you know, the doors were there for me at a hard time in my life and they got me through it. They helped me get through that tough time. So I would like to have specifically i would like to share a bottle with jim morrison and i'm talking like probably the way he would which is like just pounding it from the bottle so handing the bottle back and forth mm. and i did that once for for a birthday and i think i mentioned that again as well and it was the worst hangover hangover of my life myself and my cousin we killed a bottle of bushmills together driving from driving to Wait. los angeles to to hollywood so in the car you guys were drinking I cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> but not to put you on blast, but you said it. The bottle was empty when we got there. Was it empty before we left? I don't know. But it was empty when we got there. And it was it was the worst idea because it was my birthday and people were buying me drinks on top of that. So it took me into a drunken state that I've never been in my life. And I never want to experience again in terms of recovery and what it took. Uh, that hangover doesn't sound fun. Worst. It was like, I don't think I've had anything that's like a quarter of a hangover as bad as that was. Like it was, I took, it took me the whole day. I mean, now with my age, you know, I'm a little bit older, so it takes me longer to recover. But still, when I was at my peak age, like I think I, I turned 22 or 23, maybe 21, but it was the worst, dude. It took me forever. I couldn't hold anything down. And it was just like, it was bad. For the last few years, you know, or multiple years, we go to the Galaxy game for your birthday. And every time 
we always tailgate, make sure we get our drink on. And then every time we're in the game, I always buy you multiple beers. So I can imagine back then people still buying you alcohol to partake in. Right. After yeah. finishing half a bottle of Bushmills. Right. And we went to a bar where, you know, you drink. The goal is to drink. So it was it was the worst. But anyways, um, I would like to drink that with him. And I would I probably would want to get pretty drunk in order to maybe tolerate him because I heard he will he could be very intolerable when he was drunk. And I've dealt with people like that. So I feel like this is probably the worst way of going about it. But mm -hmm. just as drunk or really drunk to maybe not care or not, you know, get bothered by his persona. but. That's how I would do it. Sharing a bottle with Jim Morrison straight out the bottle. Hey, that's something that you would definitely remember because of that's how he would drink it. So right. I like your answer. I like your reason behind it. Mine is not going to be that deep, but I like it. I like yours. Oh, we can get deep. Oh, so deep. We always get deep, extra Sometimes. deep on this podcast. Sometimes. All right. Now your turn. So for me, obviously, I mentioned I'm drinking Gentleman Jack which is Jack Daniels. So the person who I chose to have a drink with, oh, to preface this, you know, Eric, you mentioned how you chose people who know they're whiskey drinkers. Mm -hmm. I didn't exactly go that route with all my answers. I was just thinking someone who I would enjoy to have a good time with and possibly learn from. Okay. So obviously, Frank Sinatra is one of my choices of the top three in no particular order to have a you know glass of whiskey with because A, his... Favorite whiskey is Jack Daniels, which is my favorite brand of whiskey. He, you know, he was part of the Rat Pack. He was a musician. So I can hear about his stories with the lovely ladies he had, you know, some time with, as well as his knowledge of possibly breaking down Vegas, mob life, history in Vegas, shows he's performed there over a glass of Jack Daniels with a couple pieces of ice, two finger pour. Let's go. I was about to say it would have been awesome. And I was going to choose him and I didn't because I knew you were going to choose him, AJ. So I was thinking the same thing. I would love to learn about like Rat Pack, mm -hmm. days, what it was like back in those days, uh, what they did, what they saw, who they did, you know, all that. <laughs> I would yes, love sir. to learn about old school Vegas because I'm obsessed with Vegas. But yeah, we're obsessed with Vegas. We're both obsessed with Vegas, yeah. You know what? We brought this up before. We got to go to Vegas, dude. Do it. Dude, do you have vacation time? Mm, no, but I have weekends off, so we can, you know, plan a weekend eat pretty easily. Damn, because I'm on vacation at the end of October, so I was going to say let's go for a couple days. Ooh, yeah, that'd be tough. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Moving on. Moving so, on, so we'll go with my number two, my second pick. Um, I went a little bit different because I – so I have Jim Morrison from the music industry, 1960s, you know, Summer of Love, 70s, stuff like that. And then now I chose – now I'm going to the film era, and I'm going to a golden age, which I feel like a golden age, like the 40s and the 50s of American film. And we've mentioned her in the past, and I decided to go with uh, – with um, Ava Gardner. Mm. So Ava okay. Gardner has a connection to Frank Sinatra because they were married. Um, but she was known to like her whiskey. And we did quote her. It's on our Instagram. I made a little clip, little animated clip um, on that conversation AJ and I had. So if you want to reference that, go back to our Instagram page. There's only a couple of animated videos that you'll find it pretty easily. But she uh, wanted to be buried or... I forgot the quote, but she wanted to be buried with a with a glass of whiskey or something like that. Um, 
And the reason I chose her is because one, there's not a lot of fem. I mean, there is, but there's not a lot of famous, really, really famous female whiskey, you know, connoisseurs or drinkers. And I know, I think Lady Gaga is known to be a, a whiskey drinker, but I thought, okay, Eva Gardner, she can like give me some insight on the movie industry and what it's like. And, you know, I'm a film buff. So, and not to mention, she was freaking gorgeous, man. The woman was yeah. gorgeous. So I'd rather, you know, sit across someone who is very beautiful um, and has a lot of insight on film, on the film industry. So that's the reason why I chose her, just to have a, a conversation about film and, and the era of that time. What are you drinking with her? Um, you know what? I, I didn't think about that too much because I wasn't, I didn't, I couldn't find what she preferred, mm -hmm. but I mean, I'd probably have an old fashioned with her. Okay. So a mixed drink. Yeah. Something, something classic old yeah. school style. Yeah. And I, I feel like old fashions might've been big in those days. That's without any reference or I'm just sort of making it up in my, <laughs> but like, I feel like a lot of people would drink old fashions back then. So uh, I drink an old fashioned with her. Your comment right now made me think of the thing that we we run on Instagram where it advertises our podcast and it says, come and take a listen to learn how much we know and how much we don't know. <laughs> so your comment about the whole, you know, back then, if, you know, the, the old fashioned kind of goes along that lines. Yeah, it could be true. It could not. I could be completely wrong. But that's what we're here for. Yeah. Enjoying ourselves. To have a laugh around whiskey and have yeah. a good time. Before I say my second, what I forgot to mention with Frank Sinatra was the specific kind of whiskey I was going to have with him. Even though this... You said you're the, the three-finger pour. Oh, you didn't say ex exactly what it was. Oh, that's yeah. what you're drinking. That's what you're drinking now. That's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah. And I would, ha I would have this with him, but I never specified which whiskey. Okay. So for him, and I don't think this was around back when he was alive, but Jack Daniels came out with two different Frank Sinatra bottles. One is Frank Sinatra Select, which you can still find sometimes. Um, I do have a couple bottles of that one, but there's another bottle that I've never been able to get my hands on, and it's the uh, Jack Daniels Frank Sinatra Century. Since this is a hypothetical situation, I'm hypothetically drinking that specific whiskey with Frank Sinatra. Nice. You'd be like, hey, Frank, uh, you know, you have your own whiskey name after you. I, I come from the future. <laughs> he'd be like whoa no way no he'd be like i knew that of course he would play it off like smooth suave of course there's one name after me i'm iconic exactly okay i, I would think he would just get regular old jack with him but that's kind of cool to introduce him to like i mean especially because you're cut you're you are technically from the future it'd be kind of cool yeah would say to that and also i would enjoy sipping something new yeah the second person who i would have a glass of whiskey with and, and again i didn't go with the whole you know eric's mentality of this person enjoys whiskey so i'm gonna have whiskey with them mm -hmm. so this person is hands down someone who i would love to get in their mindset understand their view of life and how they can conquer anything keeping it with the mamba mentality kobe bryant oh i hate to break it to you aj but he would not have whiskey he was too extreme and into his physique and being at the highest level of fitness well he would not have that drink with you that is incorrect sir um correct. not only incorrect sir not only would kobe bryant have a glass of whiskey with me but did you know similar to michael jordan there were days when he would actually smoke a cigar before a game oh i didn't know that there you go sir there you go so 
I would have one with Kobe Bryant, and what I would have with him would be another bottle that I would, well, this one's beyond the Frank Sinatra century, the Dalmore 45-year, because that bottle sells, I think, around like $19,000. Wow. So I would tell Kobe, put it on his tab, sit with me, let's have a glass of whiskey, and not only talk basketball, because obviously it's it's Kobe, you know, fucking Bryant. He's going to want to talk basketball, but the whole mindset of overcoming challenges and never taking no for an answer and giving 100% dedication to something and then even another 100% on top of it. Oh, my God. From what I've read on that, man, I don't think I could ever wrap my head around the type of drive and work rate that that man had. I am such a lazy bum. (laughs) <laughs> at least in comparison well anyone's lazy compared to kobe bryant's work ethic the dude would wake up at three in the morning to get his first workout in and then have like two workouts and a meal in by the time people are just waking up like he's ahead of the game and he, and he even did the math like well if i do this i wake up at three i work out twice as much as everyone else who wakes up at eight and I'm ahead of the game just by doing that consistently. It's just like the work ethic was insane. Yeah, that's a, that's a good choice, man. Yeah, there was, a, there was a whole interview on his mentality with the work ethic part about, like you said, with waking up early, getting in to work at some before the other guy even gets to the gym. And to be honest, that was the nail in the coffin of what separated the possible dynasty of Kobe and Shaq working together. Because Kobe had the mentality of Shaq being lazy for not putting yeah. enough effort in. And then you have Kobe with the extreme putting more beyond enough effort yeah. in. It was just too much, too extreme where anybody looked lazy. Because he was second to no one. And that's the mentality he had. Like if you, it, it, there's multiple interviews when they would ask him, who's the GOAT, you or Jordan? And he would say himself. And then there's an interview when they interviewed Jordan and asked Jordan, you know, who's the GOAT between him and Kobe? And Jordan would say, if you ask Kobe, Kobe's going to say he is. Because that was his mentality. I, he, and if he's not the best, He's going to work at being the best. And like you mentioned, you, know, you, you, you being lazy, I too have my lazy moments. And I do not understand, even though I read the Mama Mentality books and everything, I don't understand the mindset he actually really had. And I would love to sit down with him and talk to him about it. Going along those lines, kind of like the commercials that he did for Nike for the Kobe system back in the day when they had like Kanye on there and everything. When he uh-huh. says, if you want to be the best, you got to be better than the best. Are you the same animal, but the different beast? Ugh, that yeah. kind of lines is what I want to get from him. Kobe Bryant. What the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? You're, animal, you're welcome. Different beast. You're welcome. Thank you. So yeah, that's what, that's what I would have. That, I would definitely Kobe, glass of Dalmore since Excellent. it's my favorite scotch, 45 year. Nice. Very bougie. You're going very, very extreme on the type of whiskey you're drinking with these people. You are not holding back. Well, dude, if, if we're talking hypotheticals, I'm not going to be like, let me a bottle of, you know, four roses and go with that, which I can pick up down the street for dude, don't you know, 20 bucks. Four roses. I like four, four roses. Uh, hey, I like four roses, too. But I'm saying if you're going to hypothetically talk about a scenario that's not real. Might as well go for the top, bro. If you're going to talk shit about, about a whiskey. Talk shit about your Las Vegas brand one that sucked. Oh, the Canadian four. Select? Oh, that. Okay. I, again, I like Four Roses. Nothing wrong with Four Roses. I was talking about a generic whiskey you can get anywhere. But if you want to talk about bad whiskey, that is... There's whiskey I will say I'm not a fan of, and it's per palette your choice. But there are maybe two whiskeys I will say are horrible. And that Canadian Select Las Vegas one is definitely... A horrible whiskey. Mm-hmm. I remember it was on clearance. The like 1.75 liter bottle was going for like 12 bucks because it just wasn't selling. It sucked. 
And I told you it wasn't worth it. It's not even worth yeah. 12 bucks. Yeah, I was like, should I buy it? And then I text you, and you're like, nope. Nope. Get it if you want it to like look good on your shelf being Vegas. Other than that, don't open it. Don't drink no. it. It's a waste. That's okay. I don't need it. Okay. Well, let me go on to my final and certainly certainly not least. And again, it's not in any particular order, but I do think Jim Morrison would be number one. But my third choice now, my last choice, I went with more historic because I'm also a history buff. So I'm a big music guy, big movie guy, and history guy. So someone who was known to be a whiskey drinker, and in particular, Johnny Walker Red, was Winston Churchill. Are you familiar with Winston Churchill? Yes, and I'm also familiar that he does like his, uh, whatchamacallit, his Johnny Walker with a cigar. Yeah, he was a big cigar, obviously the Churchill cigar. Probably named after him. It was named after him. Yeah. Um, So big smoker, big drinker, um, prime minister of the UK during the freaking Second World War. I mean, that's right up my alley. Uh, World War Two. I'm a big fan. So I would just love, just like you with Kobe, love to pick his brain on how he like got the UK to like unite and like remove themselves from that defeatist attitude. And like lit a fire up a whole like nation's ass to defend themselves against like the Nazis. Like it, it and like what he did at like Dunkirk and how he like decided to do make the decisions that he made throughout the five years that he was prime minister. It would be, I think, would be probably, even though he's not my number one, I do think he I'd probably have the most interesting conversation with personally with him. What are you drinking with him though? See, I'm drinking what I think he would enjoy. I- I'm not trying to go bougie. I would drink Johnny Walker Red with him. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I would drink it straight. I would not um, want to change it up or be like, hey, Mr. Churchill, did you know that there's a drink made after you? And then serve him that like some people. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Eric? What, are you, what the hell are you trying to say? I'm trying to say is I would have what they want, what they like. I would, I would like to have what Winston Churchill likes and join him in that. When Winston Churchill was around, they didn't have the other variety of blended scotch since that's what he prefers out there for him. So don't you think since he can enlighten you with knowledge, you can enlighten him with different kind of whiskey? Mm, I'd probably make a fool out of myself with my knowledge. But um, I'm not there to enlighten him. He's there to enlighten me because this dude was. Oh, you're needy. He's there for you. He's there for you, Eric. Not uh, you're not there for him. Yeah, AJ. The whole thing was to talk about who we we would choose, who I would choose. So it's kind of about me. You just said it's about him. So now you're contradicting yourself. No, it's not about him. It's about me and what I want to drink, what who I want to drink with, and what I want to drink. Okay, whatever makes uh, you happy, Eric. Churchill, it is World War Two. Let's talk about all that stuff. That's my final. My last person, AJ. With a cigar, though, right? With a cigar. There it is. You got to have that with, with Winston Churchill. So the first one I didn't, again, no particular order. I had a singer. Then I had an athlete. The next one is a comedian actor. Because it's not just about learning about, you know, the things I've mentioned in the past. It's also about having a good time. But with this individual, I could learn the entrepreneurship from this individual business side of things which obviously i could learn that from frank and kobe but you motherfucker are you looking at my notes really kevin (laughs) kevin hart dude for real (laughs) kevin hart because think about he has the lol network he has the um coldest uh, i think it's called like coldest balls or frozen balls 
when he talks to different athletes and celebrities in like a uh, tub of ice, not to mention his amazing stand-up com- uh, comedy, his acting skills. Every single movie he does, I laugh my ass off. I would definitely have one with Kevin Hart. And when I have one with him, I would actually, <laughs> I would enjoy a bottle of Willet Reserve bourbon. Reason why is because the decanter that this whiskey comes in is kind of phallic. And I just picture Kevin Hart cracking jokes about it. Wow, AJ, that's uh, that's an interesting choice, man. Not Bill Murray, not, you know, any of the like old school, not Jim Carrey, not Richard Pryor. Does Jim Kevin Carrey Hart? does Jim Carrey drink whiskey? But you said you didn't go with that mindset that I went uh, with. I didn't exactly, but you so brought up Jim Carrey. Smart me, AJ. Dude, you've been you've been smarted out, dude. Does he drink whiskey? Does he? No. Exactly. He doesn't exactly, and that's not how I chose to choose mine. Well, you know what? If I wanted Jim Carrey on my list, I would have said Jim Carrey, Eric. But no, I went with Kevin Hart. You know why? Because you're an idiot. No, because he's funny. Oh. I like Kevin Hart. <laughs> All right. Dude, have you ever seen the bottle of Willet Reserve bourbon? I have not. Look it up real quick. Willet? Yeah, W-I-L-L-E-T-T. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. So, you know the shape of it? Yeah. Just picture Kevin Hart being like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this thing? That's my best uh, Kevin Hart Whoa. impersonation <laughs> with his high-pitched voice. What am I supposed to do here? Wow, See? that's pretty good. See, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, it seems like something you usually sit on. So, oh, I mean, well, dude, I, is this the third damn episode in a row where you make a comment like that? Because last uh, episode, you're talking about the second. Okay, because last okay. episode was the Johnny Walker bottle. Mm-hmm. But this so, one seems more up your alley. You see, <laughs> literally, right? You seem very infatuated with that type of uh, conversation there, Eric. Is there something Not you want like to tell us? Nothing wrong with that, AJ. Right. Is, some, is something you want to say to our listeners? Not like there's anything wrong with that, AJ. Is there something you want to say to our listeners? That you like to sit on bottles. Oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So that concludes our list. I hope you listeners enjoyed it. Um, let us know. You know, send us a DM or a comment on Instagram. You could even tweet us. You could tweet us at BOTDRAM. You can also contact us on Instagram at Brothers of the Dram and let us know from our list. Who would you want to have a drink with? Eric, say your three one more time. My three were Jim Morrison, Ava Gardner, and Winston Churchill. And my list was Kobe Bryant, Frank Sinatra, and Kevin Hart. So let us know who you think. And if you agree or disagree with our selections. Agreezy or disagreezy with our selections. And if not, who are your three? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting to know. And I also have, um, I, before we close out, AJ, I have an honorable mention. And um, I, just, I thought this person was on my list, but then I decided to remove them. And the reason why is because I stuck to people who drink. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I chose Bobby Lee. <laughs> he's also a good comedian. And he's also hilarious. And, you know, why not? Dude, before we close out this episode, since you brought up Bobby Lee, how about you tell the listeners about the time we saw him uh, at the improv? No, I'm just kidding. I w- would not choose Bobby Lee, okay? Definitely not Bobby Lee. Then why'd you say Bobby Lee? Because uh, I'm making fun of you. My You're a dumbass. My mention is um, the nerd in me, and it would be uh, George Lucas. I'm going to cut your ass off. You're cut off, dude. <laughs> It'd be George Lucas, uh, just because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, I also thought about J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote Lord of the Rings. And uh, Nerd. 
But because I'm just such a huge Star Wars guy, uh, it would have been George Lucas. He was my honorable mention. I don't know if you had one, AJ, but I had him there. I didn't really think about an honorable mention. All right, my brother. Well, this was a good episode. I had some good times talking about the three people who we would want to have a drink with, a whiskey drink, and what we would have with them. And I believe that concludes today's episode. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Awesome. Brothers and sisters, together we drink. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> I swear, every time you say it, it reminds me of Vegas Vacation when the cousin goes, Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. There it is. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.